T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. I need you guys to take over here for a few minutes. I'm trying to make my KFC order before the Eagles show tonight. Because we have the KFC, like, basically... It's not in our building, but it's right there yeah, on it Tucker. Yeah. It's essentially connected yeah. to our parking garage, yeah. right? It's in our building, so, I'd call it. Abby told me to download the KFC app, and, and she said you'll wait for 20 minutes if you go in there. So I'm, I've downloaded the app. I'm trying to decide what to order. They have, they're have they trying to entice me with the, uh, the famous bowl. Which is five dollars. Well, you I, know, I don't what? know what that is. We that's just, my favorite thing from there. Is it? So maybe I, I should it. get that. Well, that's because there's no bones in it. <laughs> that's See? true. She doesn't have to eat any chicken off the bone. This is a Fred Bottomer dream come true. It sounds really decadent. It's got mashed potatoes, crispy popcorn chicken, bits of sweet corn kernels with melty cheese, and a generous helping of chicken gravy. Now, I like a three-piece all-dark and mashed potatoes and gravy. See, original I, recipe. I like original that. recipe. Okay. Now, so where do you get What do you get? And the three-piece what? a little bit of coleslaw. Say that again. Three-piece original recipe all-dark. Uh, I don't want that. Well, you can get white piece. meat. How about two thighs, one drum? I like that. Oh, that's, you know what that is? All-dark. Oh, is it? Yes. That's what I'm getting. That would be the name of a good group, <laughs> wouldn't Wait, it? Wait, no, it's not. Yes, and that's all. Oh, wait, 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 no, because leg. it's two thighs. I'm yes, sorry. I was trying yes. to go. I was trying to go uh, breast. Two breasts, one wing. How about that? Oh, What's what? that? What? Why would you do that? No. God, this is so hard. See, all I wanted to do was just get a little chicken. Well, you still can. Perhaps not at this moment. All right. I'll I'll set it during the next break. We will um. We would get to the chicken order. Right? Two gonna, thighs can I just get and some one of that drum. Chicken, yes, what? one, two thighs and a drum sounds great. Again, that sounds like a good musical group. That does actually sound pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to have to say, maybe that's what I do. Add to bag, 1239. Please wait. Let's see what happens here. Uh, I'm I very excited, though, about my KFC. Order. You should be. I haven't uh, had that Mashed potatoes, gravy, coleslaw, Pepsi. I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. Go to bag. <laughs> Abby, do I have to pay now? Uh, yeah. Oh, I, well, that's going to take, take me a little while. Can't you pay, pilot? No. Schedule for um, continue. Anyway, we don't want to do the whole order here. I'll figure that out. Oh, right? no, that would Fred. be silly to do the whole order <laughs> on air live. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm almost there, by the way. I just need to. 
Did you I put Fred's to... bowl in there? Oh, I can do it with apple <laughs> paste, so this could be really easy. Oh, okay. Hey, Bernie Miklas just shot a column out about um, the Cardinals that I thought was interesting based on something that Ken Rosenthal said. Ken Rosenthal at the Atlantic, Athletic, he's obviously one of the biggest names in you know sports journalism. I think certainly baseball journalism. Have you heard about this one, Fred? No, I haven't. So he's, Rosenthal is stirring the pot on the hot stove in suggesting that it is not impossible for Matt Carpenter to return to the St. Louis Cardinals. Rosenthal said that Carpenter Cardinals was just his speculation, nothing he'd been told specifically, but Ken went on to offer several pertinent points. This is according to Bernie. Carpenter's deep and enduring connections to the Cardinals will seem to make a potential reunion feasible. Carpenter was a roommate in rookie ball with Cardinals manager Ollie Marmol. His transformation last offseason included a visit to the Marucci's Baseball Performance Lab in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, with Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, as well as hitting sessions with former teammate and new Cardinals bench coach Matt Holliday. Uh, Rosenthal said the retirement of Albert Pujols potentially creates an opening for Carpenter, who turns 37 on November 26th, and the departure of Albert could enhance the possibility. Now, Bernie says, look, can't be ruled out. It's interesting. I take it seriously for three reasons. Rosenthal's immense credibility. I trust his information and his instincts. I mean, he, he doesn't get it wrong very often, right? Two, he has a healthy and positive relationship with Carpenter and a good professional working relationship with the front office. In other words, Rosenthal isn't going off on a crazy rumor-mongering trip. He wouldn't put the Carpenter Cardinal stuff out there unless he's believed, you know, that it was a possibility. And the third reason, Carpenter had a great season for the Yankees. So, who knows? Uh, I, I'm not sure how the fans would respond. Look, if you're getting the carpenter that was on the Yankees, minus the mustache, I must say, he still, I think people would go for it. He still had a ton of applause when he was here with the Yankees every time he came up to bat. But it's just, you know, if you go all in on, on him again, then you have to wonder. I don't know what the status of the contract is or anything like that. But, man, if he falls into what happened with – because now you still have questions about Paul DeYoung and whether he can – I thought maybe we we're going to move on from shortstop, but what Mo said last week was, well, Paul, it's, you know, the spring is an important time for Pauly, so we'll see what happens. But that's kind of interesting. Carpenter, he's a fan favorite. I mean, look, how many home runs did he hit the year? You know, we played the Schnooks commercial every time. Hi, I'm Matt Carpenter. I hit 35 home runs last year, and then he hit none after that. That's what doomed him was the uh, Schnooks commercial. What, what, was, what was the food product that came out? Remember that? There was Carpenter's, a Carpenter's something. Uh, I can't remember. Was it a salad dressing? or? Oh, I can't remember. Wait, Matt Carpenter food oh, well. item. What was it? See, I've that's... never even heard of this. No, no, this was like a big thing. Yeah, was it was really thing. hot for a while. Wasn't it the, item. what were they doing? The, the nacho stuff, the salsa. Wasn't salsa. it cereal? Salsa. Oh. Yeah, that's right. He also was... had a cereal at Schnooks. I think it was the salsa, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm thinking of the salsa. Well, we'll look it up. I'm going to have some of that with my KFC tonight, I think. <laughs> These allegations are yes. deeply concerning. Sorry. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News. Brought to you by Sue. It was salsa and a cereal. He did both. Huh. All right. Who knew? Okay, now... <clears throat> 216 years ago today, or have you ordered the daggone chicken? Hey, 30 seconds ago okay. today, I placed my order. I swear okay. to God. Look at that. Look at that. We're cooking oh, your order. Hallelujah. Yeah. Okay. Would I like to receive notifications? 
No thanks. How are you going to keep <laughs> it warm until 6 o'clock? Well, uh, no, no, he hit look, 6. Look at that. It's scheduled. Yeah. Oh, it's scheduled yeah. Abby told o'clock. me, don't walk in there and expect your food. It's going to take 20 minutes. Yep. She said, download the app. I downloaded Fred. the app, Fred. Fred, if you want to get that bowl, I will get a three-piece <laughs> uh, with some mashed potatoes. We could do our own order. Uh, Abby, you can come on in. <laughs> on this day in history, 216 years ago, today in 1806, explorer Zebulon Pike spotted the Colorado Mountains and... That's right, they later named one after him. Pike's Peak came to be 216 years ago today. By the way, it's one of the top 25 mountain peaks of the Rockies. Its elevation is over 14,000 feet. Now, this one has music, and it's a little bit of a quiz for you. On this day in history, in what year, Kenny Rogers had his first number one hit with this song? 1981. Lady. What's that? That's a good guess. I'm going to go 83. Really? 1983. Uh-huh. 82. What do you say, uh, Abby? I'm going to go 84. That is incorrect, yeah. but I'd like to hit this. The answer is 1980. Ah. Ah. You guys were close. That was a good we guess. Well, you did overbid. <laughs> I uh, I started in radio in 81, and I remember playing this song. So, mm. Well... It By was, the way, for people who think I'm 80, I was 15 <laughs> when I started, okay? Just so you know. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> uh, that was 42 years ago today, not to completely freak you out. And uh, let's see, in 2002, this would be 20 years ago. I can't believe this. This one is for Abby. Okay, well, no, that's not the music yet. <laughs> nope. Thank you. Uh, this one is for Abby. <laughs> 20 years ago today, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets was released. Yes. And uh, I can't believe it's 20 years. Fred, did you see any of those movies? Oh, or I read think them? I saw all of them. Yeah. Mark, did I you? I love them. I never read Me the books. Too. I love them. That was a <gasps> the books are so I good. I never read the book My kids, my oh. boys read the books. They were all into the books. You guys, the books are so good. I have all of the books. Just let me know which ones you guys need and when. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, a large portion of them too. If so, you each need one, I have kind of made the case. Uh, Becky's mentioned maybe trying to watch that with Alexa. And my my decision was no. I think she should read the books first, I, right? Yeah, and they're so good. But they're so aren't they big? They're like really long. Yeah, they but scared that's okay. me. That's why I never. They're really Wait, long, sorry. but they're easy to read. Exactly. Okay. They're the like elementary level. You. Fred, I, I, I can do that. I'm not reading them because I have canceled J.K. Rowling because she believes in the differences <laughs> between men and women. I'm not going to. No, she's she's out. And we know you don't read anyway. <laughs> well, that's actually true. <laughs> and you really so, don't. You know what, damn it? That's unfair, too, because uh-huh. I read every. Just I read so much all the time. I just well, don't read true. books. That's I read true. constantly. Uh, I uh, cut and pasted poorly, and I do want to mention that uh, Lionel Richie is the one who wrote that song, Lady. I was oh. going to throw that in. Okay, here's the Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks will be doing a Vegas resident residency next year. How about that, Mark? You could go see Garth. Not that you will. Well, I, I might. I, I like. He, he I've puts never on seen a heck Garth, of a show. I bet it would be a great show. Garth Brooks plus one will be at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace. Oh, awesome! And here's why he's calling it plus one. Quote: We're going to try something we've never tried before. I actually think this is interesting. The band is coming, but it's a one-man show. They're going to all sit in the audience. I know. That's going to be wild. Wait, what? So, yeah. So at any time you want a fiddle to come up and join you, uh, you just want percussion in the background to come up and sing or it's just you, let's bring the whole band up. 
uh, this should be really kind of stupid fun, he said. So they'll all be sitting in the audience, and he can pull them out one by one. And, of course, here's a shocker. Trisha Yearwood will sing in the show. He's with? Yeah. He's with. Yeah. Uh, you know, it would be very different from seeing Garth Brooks at a football stadium, which is where he mostly is because it's about 4,000 seats in Caesars Coliseum. It's a great. That's where I saw Sting this year. I oh, think there for the last go. three years he's been on stadium tours. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, he will be there in May, June, July, and then in November oh, oh, and December. By the way, did you hear, I mean, and I, I tweeted this out yesterday, I forgot to mention on the show, but if you're trying to cement your um, legacy as a complete and total rhymes with um, which, did you see what Adele did? No, no. So she's, yes. she's got the rescheduled um, residency, which is coming up. It, it's coming up like next week. Actually, I think tomorrow. No, okay? She didn't cancel that. Did she? No, no, no. Oh, what? No. November 17th, 18th, there, there's all these shows that are scheduled. She may require proof of COVID-19 vaccination. Come on! I, I swear to God. It says, it says, and this is an updated deal. She's at the Coliseum at Caesars. What is It says proof of vaccination may be checked. So after all of this, after canceling the shows, after being a, a complete prima donna, she's going to make people still be vaxxed. I mean... I'm sorry. I've I've moved on from Adele, I think. I understand. I really have. She can sing, but come on now. And I did want to mention this. The woman in Los Angeles whose house Anne Heche crashed into is now suing her estate. Uh, The the woman, Lynn Michelle, was at home at the time with her pets. She had a couple of dogs and a tortoise, according to TMZ. Who doesn't? Yeah. What? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. I mean, I, I... What is she suing over? Well, her house was destroyed. So, Anne well, but Hayes, is she, is she okay? That's fair enough. So she's actually suing over uh, damages. But so damages you, to the house, damages. I mean, she has no house left. You should go on and look on. No, no, no. I understand all that. But what I'm what I'm asking specifically, that's a legitimate reason yeah, for suing. Sure. But why wouldn't Anne Hayes's insurance cover that? Yeah, because I wondered that Because it crashed into a house. Because when you said she she's suing Anne Hayes, in my mind that means mental duress because Anne Hayes ran into my house. Well, she's just saying damages in general. Okay. And that's actually an interesting question, whether or not she had home insurance and whether... But sometimes these insurance companies battle it out. And in the meantime, what is she going to do for a house? So she probably right. just filed her own. By the way, they did find in Anne's system cocaine. I didn't realize that. Had you realized that? No. No, I hadn't um, And apparently they reported not a, not that. Not a shocker. Not a shocker in the L.A. Times. But that's what she's going for. And, boy, I'll tell you what. If you want to see some pictures of a damaged house, that whew, it's kind of shocking to look at those. And finally, do you want me to do one more? The, the, the end? What? Yes. Uh, either way. Okay. Okay. Mixed signals coming now. Uh the house from a Christmas story went up for sale yesterday in Cleveland. I Who loves that? that? You, oh, yeah. You, yeah. This is my favorite Christmas movie. You know what? Give me a high five. Give... There we go. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, whether or not I need to tour the house is another question. But the price isn't disclosed. The entire property, I had no idea. It actually is, sits on 1.3 acres. It includes the museum with the props and the costumes from the movie. They've got a gift shop. The uh, current owner says, quote, we're looking for the right buyer. It's an interesting property to not only own, but you also have to take care of it as a piece of Americana. Do you like that movie, Fred? I do, very much. Mark, you of do. Course, yes. Of course. I mean, we're Americans for crying yeah, out loud. I know. And finally, in Sue's news, today's random fact Google 
decided to create Google Image Search in the year 2000 after Jennifer Lopez wore that famous green dress to the Grammys. There were more searches for her pictures in that dress than anything before ever on Google. And the founders realized there needed to be a way to search for pictures only. And that's what inspired it. That's, that's fascinating. It for Susan News. Thank you, Fred. Um, by the way, just just in case you were wondering, oh, as an no. update, I just got an email that said, we are cooking up your order now, scheduled for November 15th, 2022, KFC, 6 p.m. Howdy, Mark. It's almost <laughs> time to pick up your order before the Eagles show. Kill Meets coming up. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Uh, you know what's great about doing a live radio show? Sometimes you hear things like that and you discover that the radio station you're working for is actually airing a live event tonight at 7 p.m. I had no idea. Good to know, though. We'll have that announcement up. We'll be talking about it in the next hour. Jazz Shaw from Hot Air will join me. Also, Doug High, former RNC spokesman, um, will kind of handicap. I don't think I've spoken with Doug since the midterms. He joined us right before we were doing all the handicapping and we all got it wrong, so he'll weigh in. And then I just mentioned all that stuff with the Sound Room and the event on Thursday. David Young from the Sound Room is going to join me in the next hour. Speaking of events, we had a meeting actually this morning about this great event we're going to do with Brian Kilmeade. He is back on the show this week, so let me start with some of the details. Brian, how are you this afternoon? Great, Mark. How are you? Good. We're uh, we're really getting close here. It's Friday, December 9th at the downtown MAC, the Missouri Athletic Club, sponsored by Straight Realty. We have a dinner and a reception. Then there's the program. You're going to talk for just a little bit. There's a book signing, and it's going to be a really fun event, and I'm excited. You were back here. I was not on 97 when I was on our sister station, KMOX, at the time, but you came in a few years ago, didn't you? Yeah, I went to the library. Uh, I, I think it, I did a couple, of, and then two years prior to that, uh, and it was really well. I think uh, I think Mark Cox came out and he interviewed yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, so that that was pretty much the event. A lot of times you give speeches or a little talks or no talk, but I think you guys did something unique. You just kind of we did an interview format. 
Right, and I think we're going to kind of keep it casual for the folks in attendance that night. We're um, we're getting a lot of reservations. It's going to be a big crowd. Good. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. And this will be here before you know it. I can't believe it. I just said on the air about 20 minutes ago, Thanksgiving is, what, a week from Thursday, and this is coming up real fast on us. Um, you know what else is coming up fast is that, that speech tonight by the former president, I guess. What, what the expectation, obviously, he's going to say he's getting in this race, right? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine him not. I mean, the one thing about President Trump, there's nothing predictable ever about him. But I can't imagine him doing this. He's a thousand people on hand. Family's supposed to be there. Uh, among the people that are fully in support, Jim Banks, uh, Lee Stefanik. Uh, who else could we honestly say is is all there? Uh, Matt Gates. Lindsey Graham says, listen, I'm not doing anything until after Herschel. Uh, people like Cornyn and Thune say, you know, I'll, I'll support the nominee, but right now I'm not willing to support the president. Uh, didn't say necessarily I would never support the president, but there's a lot of people who feel like they want to move on. Mark Thiessen was on with me today. Absolutely. He goes, I love what he did as president. He did, was treated unfairly, but hates uh, January 6th. He does not like not financing the people he picked for uh, the midterms, like Masters. Um, and uh, I like uh, Doug Mastriano, who's a, who's a train wreck, and that hurt Dr. Oz, you know, and didn't write a check for J.D. Vance. So she, he was upset by that, and he says, I just can't do it. So a lot of people are upset by the DeSantis attacks afterwards, and the Yunkin sounds like a Chinese name, which is so bizarre. See, that, that one but, really cre- – there's a lot of things for me with Trump that crosses the line, but that one I thought, what, what the hell was that about? I don't even it know was, what it means. Yeah. I mean – it's it's like kill me it sounds Irish I don't know I mean, does that sound Irish I don't know it, it just like it's Yunkin I I never thought of that but there's nothing wrong I, there's nothing wrong with if you say my name sounds Spanish or Jewish I don't care I mean what does that mean right well you know you heard what DeSantis said today he finally kind of weighed in on some of this. No, I didn't. Well, he's, you know, I can play a little bit of this because I think he's steering clear, and this is going to be the strategy where he's just going to say, and here's what he said. I've learned, like, learned in this job is um, uh, when, you're do, when you're leading, when you're getting, getting things done, yeah, you take incoming fire. That's just the nature of it. Uh, I roll out of bed in the morning. I've got corporate media outlets that have a spasm, just the fact that I'm getting up in the morning, and it's constantly attacking <laughs> And this is just what's happened. I don't think any governor got attacked more, particularly by corporate media, than me. So then he goes on, basically says, I'm trying to govern. I don't think he mentioned Trump at all, which is probably a good strategy at this point. It's a great strategy. Because, well, what's the point? I mean, if, if it, when it was Gavin Newsom, he went right back. Because it was clear they have different ideologies. They run their states totally different. I'll put my I'll put my report card against yours any time. We're in the like I would never attack you. You would never attack me. But if I attacked you and I was across the town, I've crossed town and I'm attacking you, and I'm another station, you might go listen. I'm not taking that for Brian. But if I'm on the same station as you and we're both trying to win and make the station number one, and I I'm immature enough to attack you. You're probably going to go, listen, I, I'm a team player. I'm, it's not going to help me to attack Brian back. I'm not doing it. And, and that's really what DeSantis and Youngkin are saying. I'm not mad at you. You could be mad at me. And that's really what Kemp did. Kemp really gave the template. Yeah, he doesn't like me. I have nothing against him. Right, right, yeah. And that's, that is really a good strategy. I, actually, I think Kemp means it because I've talked to him off camera. He's like, I think he's done a good job as president. I don't know what he's talking about with the election. I, w- I would love for him to have won. He didn't win Georgia. 
and he was calm. And I asked him like four or five times, I'm like, how are you taking the fire? And what happened is he won by a wide margin, and, and Purdue got crushed in the primary, and then he wins by 15 points on pure performance. And that, not that DeSantis wouldn't have done it anyway, but that's clearly a winning formula. Have you had, or will you have Mike Pence on the radio show to talk about yeah, the book? Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, good. Yeah. And I, you know, I just got the book, so I'm going to go try to blaze through it. So, uh, but, you know, listen, he's, he's my, Mike Pence is going to hang around. You can't dismiss him. He'll know all the issues inside and out. He knows how to run a state. He knows how to get through Congress. He knows how to be in the majority and minority. He took on um, Barack Obama mildly successfully, ideologically anyway. He's pretty stalwart. I thought he was an unbelievable vice president in a very difficult time. Almost as difficult as a press secretary for President Trump because you and, never and, knew what he was going to say. And a radio talk show host to boot, Mike Pence. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. He's got his brother in there now. So uh, he's got his son in the Marines. So, so you can't even say his son's deployed. So you can't even say that, uh, you know, and he's extremely ethical. And we know that to the point where people like to make fun of him, which is a joke, because, you know, if, you're, if you have great values and ethics and people want to mock you, it really goes right back at them. So anyone who starts ripping, any, if the president starts opening up on Kemp, it's like opening up on your family. Really? This guy sat there and blocked you. God shepherded your stuff through the uh, House and Senate, uh, understood and translated Trump's speak to Washington speak effectively. And and weathered the storm for four years up until the last co- couple of weeks. I I have nothing. I like Mike Pence. He he actually used to come on my show when I was on KMOX years ago before he got into more national politics because I think he was sort of posturing for national politics, but he also was aware of the reputation of KMOX because he was in Indiana. We had a lot of great conversations. I think he did a great job as vice president. I think that this this talk about him potentially running for president this time around. He's just not the type of candidate that's going to be able to win a primary, and I'm guessing he probably knows that. He's running. I, I guarantee he he's is. running unless unless he just has zero fun. If I mean, he's going to be in because what he feels as though if um, – you know, I guess his theory is this. If everyone beats each other up, and I'm just steady and consistent, and, and the people on the right are comfortable with me, especially evangelicals, and maybe I can withstand it and do a situation where these guys are killing each other so much. If I, you know, for example, if there's problems with Yunkin and if there's problem with DeSantis, uh, all of a sudden you reach to Mike Pence the way they reach to Biden. Well, only, only Mike that Pence is still has his fastball. Yeah. Look, any, we know, and, I, and I've said this as sort of a cautionary tale here in the last week because I like Ron DeSantis quite a bit, but he's 44 years old, hasn't really been tested on the national stage. He's going to take a lot of fire. People do make mistakes. You don't know what's going to happen. I mean, all the assumptions, if you go back to previous presidential elections, look, I can go back to 1992 and I'm like, who is this dude from Arkansas who thinks he's going to be president? And we were all wrong about that one as well. And they had established candidates back then. No, no one to run away with it, but they established candidates. Yeah, like Joe Biden. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and then this guy gets uh, riddled with scandal, and he still wins. And he beats a war hero in George H.W. Bush, who was a sitting president. But he had a recession he had to deal with, and he didn't deal with it effectively. Or he laid the groundwork to come out of it, and then we started coming out of it. Right when Clinton took over, and Clinton led with gays in the military and some other uh, odd legislation got hammered in the midterms and made adjustments. 
Yeah, made, and, made and, big and balance the budget. Well, then he made some moves in the Oval Office too, but that that's another story. So on the um, on the leadership question, Kevin McCarthy gets enough votes to be uh, the I guess I don't know what you would call it because he's not going to be the speaker until they vote for him in January. But he's going to have some issues. I get the call from some people for new leadership for Mitch McConnell, maybe somebody else. But who's going to have a coalition and build? There's still a process here, right, Brian? You have to have enough votes to get elected. Maybe Kevin McCarthy won't have two eighteen to get elected, but who will? I think he will. I mean, I, end, I, I think he, he will. will too. I, I just hope. I, you know what I hope, Mark? He totally, de- he totally deserves it. The guy, you know, well, you know, he's got to negotiate from the West Coast, you know, which is a unique place to be a Republican. And he's for the longest time run interference and and been a uh, been a deal maker. You're really not going to do better. You might have someone, well, I've finally got a guy or a woman who's more conservative. Good luck with that, because the that, you know, whole caucus is not conservative. And if Jim Jordan's going to support you, and Marjorie Taylor, Marjorie Taylor is going Taylor to support Green. you. I know. I heard her today. I saw her on, on Fox yeah. this morning on your broadcast. Yeah. So that says something right there. There's going to be some yeah. roadblocks, but he'll probably be the guy in the end. All right, Brian. Well, uh, we'll talk maybe next week. I'm off a couple of days, and I don't know what your schedule is, so it might be uh, an off week. But we should mention again the Missouri Athletic Club, Friday, December 9th, a 6 p.m. reception, dinner at 7. There's a program. You'll hear from Brian. There's a book signing. You can get your um, your copy of the book when you register. You just go to 971talk.com for all the details and to buy tickets, and we will talk soon. I appreciate it. Go get it, Mark. All right, Thank take you. Take care. Yeah, 440, 97.1 FM Talk, St. Louis's home for conservative talk. We're coming back here. What do I have scheduled coming up in the 5 o'clock hour? I mentioned Doug High will be there here to talk a little bit about what he thinks will happen in the Trump announcement tonight. Also, Jazz Shaw from Hot Air coming up after the top of the hour. My friend Dave Young from the Sound Room will talk about some fun technology and the great event that they have at the Sound Room in Chesterfield scheduled for this Thursday night. Soon, let me ask you this question because I'm not sure if you know who this guy is. I know him just a little bit. Do you know who Aaron Perlitt is? Nope. Aaron is a founding partner in a firm called Elasticity, and Elasticity used to be right here in this building. Oh. Remember how I told you that Jack Coder had his election office I think on, what are we on, the third floor or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Of this Park Pacific building. So they were on the second floor. It's a marketing advertising firm and Aaron's been great over the years. He gets involved in a lot of St. Louis things. He also is not um, risk averse to just having a little fun. I remember there was something years ago he's growing a mustache, doing stuff for charity. But he um, is also a board member at Downtown St. Louis, Inc. And on LinkedIn, he wrote a post yesterday blasting Tashara Jones, the city of St. Louis, for not doing more to deal with drag racing, gunfire and lawlessness. And he's moving out of downtown. And he's, you know, the way that the Post-Dispatch wrote about this this afternoon is a longtime downtown booster is moving out of downtown and he's making some noise about it. So here's what his... um, Messaging said earlier today, or I guess it was yesterday, actually, on LinkedIn. I've always been a vocal defender of downtown St. Louis. I've worked downtown for the entirety of my 17-plus years in St. Louis. I've relentlessly promoted the regional center and believe that for the region to be healthy, its heart must be strong. When Elasticity was offered free office space in the county, we turned it down to stay downtown. However, during my four years on the board of the former Downtown St. Louis, Inc., And then as our agency supported the organization from a communication standpoint for two years, I was perplexed as to why DSI, that's the um, downtown St. Louis, Inc., and not the city of St. Louis government took the lead in protecting the safety of downtown. That's right. A nonprofit had to divert its funds to protect businesses and citizens as the city would not prioritize it. Good grief. And that's where everything begins and ends. Public safety. 
Without it, it is. Yeah, he's right. The St. Louis Cardinals, Ballpark Village, the uh, Blues, Union Station, the new MLS team, any business, restaurant, residence is worthless. Even now, he wrote, Greater St. Louis Inc. has hired a chief downtown officer who I am certain is extremely competent. But I would imagine the organization and its benefactors would rather focus on priorities such as economic growth, expanding the talent pool, recruiting businesses to St. Louis in addition to public safety. However, with the city refusing to prioritize safety, prioritize safety. And by the way, it's going to be less now because Coder lost the board of aldermanic president. Don't race, I know it. And he was the one that was going to prioritize that for the board. Aaron Perlett wrote, sure, it's always been a bit quiet in downtown, but during COVID, things got remarkably quiet for obvious reasons and then spun out of control with drag racing and gunshots. And now, in the past few weeks, we've had two of our teammates that have had their cars broken into right in front of our building. It makes us eager for the culmination of our lease, which comes at the end of 2022, when we will leave downtown, something we could not see ourselves doing just a few years ago. He closes by saying, ultimately, the city must step up. Mayor Tashara Jones, whose predecessor also ignored downtown. That's a very sound point there, because Lottie Cruzen didn't do jack either, because she was beholden to the special yep. you know, interest in progressives. And, say, and, and it was so shameful for Lottie, whose own husband was murdered, that she didn't have more guts when it came to... You know, well, she crime. was worried about. Yeah, she well, wanted to please. I, I have no idea what she was worried about, but he was terrible tenure as mayor. He says, for a region to be healthy, its heart must be strong. Someone get the defibrillator. We're on life support. Aaron Perlitt's not the only one that feels this way. There are a lot of people who run businesses, corporations in the city of St. Louis that have sent that message to City Hall. But apparently, and you got to say, this is a pretty bold statement right there. He was offered free space. We're going to stay downtown. We want to support downtown. It's a disaster. Um, I know, I won't mention any names here, people who know some of the people I know could maybe put one and two together, but I will tell you that there's some developers that I know that have, you know, really renovated a large portion of downtown and they're done too. They're like, it's time to sell the apartments and the condos. We're moving on. This is a difficult climate and the city's not helping us right now. I don't know how you sustain in a city that has been dwindling with its population, how you can move forward when there's no priority for public safety or when this mayor doesn't even want to admit that the police are needed. What, there's no solution here. And I think that's what Aaron Perlitz saying. He's throwing up his arms saying, uncle. Yeah. And it had Jack won, he would not have done that. And that was uh, the final straw for a lot of people. Well, I, I don't know where where is the leadership to say there isn't I, I any. said this during when Lida Cruson was mayor, we were having there were some bad things that were happening. And, and this is also when some of the it wasn't the George Floyd stuff at the time, but maybe it was because she was still mayor. But there was an opportunity with all those murders in 2020. I think it was 2020. You, know, you lose track of these things to, to take a stand and to, to do a news conference and say, look, this is, you this know, is put up a public front and say, this yes. is unacceptable. Here's what we're going to do. Here's our plan. That never happened. And it certainly never happens with this mayor no. at all. Oh, well, nope. So we're, um, where are we then? We got I, I, the same county executive. We got the same mayor. We got people moving out of downtown St. Louis. You got a board of aldermen that's going to be reduced from 28 to 14, which is a good thing. But the progressive that's leading that board of aldermen who will make decisions on how resources and money is spent will prioritize progressive social needs. You know, the ability for people to go to Illinois to get an abortion, climate change, all these things that really in the short term, do not affect the people like Sue who live in the city of St. Louis that want their trash picked up and want to feel safe. This this was the type of thing, and what he said there in his um, 
in his you know screed was very important. He said, "Look, we've had two people just this week right in front of our building, which is supposed to be a safe area of downtown. We're not talking about North St. Louis." get their cars broken into. And there's no, the, the criminals are pretty smart, let's face it. Yeah. They know that there's no reason that they're going to get tracked down. Yep. We don't have the people to do it. The cops have to we deal with other things. We have a mayor who's interested in no. doing anything about it. We don't have a prosecutor who, if you do get caught, wants to do anything about it. I don't know where you can point to something that's positive. And, and it's sad because tomorrow night, People are going to freeze their butts off but still have a great time for the first soccer game in that beautiful new stadium. Yeah. I mean, you finally have something that I think a lot of people oh, here can be listen, proud of and really excited about. We have plenty to be proud of and excited about. They're just not protecting it. Well, I don't know where that's going to turn around. We'll continue to talk about it in the next hour here on 97.1 FM Talk. Jazz Shaw is going to join me from Hot Air, and we'll get into some of the uh, the Trump-DeSantis stuff there. One guy that's been relatively vocal in his support of Trump over the, the course of the last few years is Scott Adams. He's the Dilbert guy, you know, the cartoonist. And I think it was Kilmeade who mentioned that earlier this hour when, when Trump was going on one of his rants on whatever social media he's on. And he called, he said Glenn Youngkin, and he spelled his name Y-U-N-G and then space K-I-N. And he put an apostrophe, sounds Chinese. What in the world was that even about? Well, Scott Adams, when he saw that, said, yep, yeah, I'm done. More and more people are doing that. So we'll run down that. Doug High has got some thoughts on what Trump's going to say tonight, what happened in the midterm, and then David Young from the Sound Room with all kinds of excitement with some products coming into the Sound Room for this event we're doing Thursday night, plus an audio cut of the day. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.